Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, prices tumble post-December USDA report. There's increased demand activity from major importers and Argentine government announces new measures. Wheat prices tumbled post the December USDA report, despite it being viewed as relatively neutral. As expected, Australian and Canadian production was raised a combined 2 million metric tonnes, which was partly offset by a reduction of 1 million tonnes in Brazil. US exports were raised 25 million bushels, 680k, to reflect their recent sales to China of soft red winter SRW wheat, which reduced their ending stocks. There have been no further flash sales to China thus far, although there are reports that US wheat is being loaded out of the Pacific Northwest ports, destination China. The lower prices have prompted major importers Egypt, Algeria, Tunisia and Saudi Arabia back into the market for a combined total of 2.25 million metric tonnes over the last week or so, with additional sales to China and Morocco being mooted. Algerian sales will be basis optional origin, which will be dependent on price at the time of execution. It's interesting to note that there are vessels currently loading in France, destination Algeria, from previous tenders which were expected to be sourced out of Russia. And there are half a dozen Panamax vessels also in the French shipping lineup, which only recently unknown sources told us had been deferred. Lack of demand would not appear to be the reason for the continued price decline. EU wheat exports to date of 13.614 million tonnes, down 14% on last year, included updated Bulgarian data, which is still 1 million tonnes too low, according to shipping data, which would reduce the gap to 8% on last year. EU maize imports are down 44% on last year. A major source of negativity was talk of the measures that the newly elected Argentine government would introduce, including a sharp devaluation of the peso and scrapping of export taxes on grain and soybeans. The reality appears to be that export taxes on grains will be raised from 13% to 15%, whilst the soybean tax will remain at 30%. Scrapping export taxes may be a longer-term objective, but it would still require the approval of Congress, which might prove difficult as the new party only has a small majority. In theory, the devaluation of the peso should increase farmer incomes and increase their desire to sell. Conversely, the cost of imported goods should, in theory, also increase, including agricultural products needed to grow their crops. Expectations are that Argentine production will increase next year, but this remains to be seen as this is one year down the road, which is a long time in politics. In the meantime, the bots are firmly in charge of the derivative markets and with managed funds still heavily short of wheat and maize futures, they're eager to feast on any negative news. Fundamentals are taking a back seat, but at least there are signs that demand is picking up, whilst logistics will become increasingly challenging as we move into the winter months. Weather in South America and Europe is still far from ideal, and the global economic situation appears to be showing some positive signs of recovery. There are still two wars ongoing, which only adds to the uncertainty. We can only hope for better things next year. 
On to malting barley. The headlines this week. Prices remain unchanged. Supply and demand is uncertain and crop 2024 markets are slow. Not much has changed this week in the world of malting barley. Another slow trading week with only indicative export values reported with very little actual trading. The domestic maltster demand continues to be non-existent pre-Christmas and deliveries continue to be a challenge on quality as rejections continue mainly around bugs and germination. All maltsters have looked to roll contracts into the new year, which is causing issues. Across this week and next, we're loading three malting barley boats out of Portbury and Poole, which is positive and helps to clear barley from farm and stores before the Christmas break. There's still plenty of malting barley to deliver in the EU and UK between now and crop 2024. And as we see more issues with quality at intake, the supply side starts to get tighter. The demand side has been coming under pressure, which at the moment is helping to balance out the lower supply side. The UK maltster still has tonnage to buy, especially in the forward April to June periods. And the export trade is moving well, although new business is slow. If demand does pick up in the new year and maltsters come back into the market, then is the surplus supply there to meet the demand? The spring barley area for crop 2024 is expected to be up by 13%, but this has not been planted yet and weather conditions will play their part. We don't think that maltsters will carry over that much crop 2023 this year, so the outcome of the new crop is going to be one to watch. Malting barley premiums are holding up in both the old and the new crop positions, which would suggest that the supply and demand picture is tighter than is being reported. Please continue to be very vigilant and monitor malting barley grain stores regularly. If opportunities appear to price spring barley forward for harvest or October to December 2024, then these should be considered, especially at current premium levels. On to oilseed rape. The headlines, rains are forecast for Brazil. The Argentine peso is devalued by 50% and crude oil dropped to $72 a barrel. The market focus continues to be on Brazilian weather, with concerns that the hot and dry weather could reduce soybean yield potential in the world's top producer. Plantings have been delayed, with the latest report from AgRural showing 91% of the expected area to have been planted, lagging behind last year's 95% at this point. Last week saw the monthly USDA supply and demand report, which trimmed its forecast of Brazil's soybean crop to 161 million metric tonnes from 163 previously. However, this is above the average estimate of 160.16 million metric tonnes and the Brazilian government agency CONAB's figure of 160.177. However, rain is currently forecast for central and northern parts of Brazil next week, which has eased some concerns for the newly planted soy crop and Chicago soybeans futures have fallen in response. Traders are also closely monitoring headlines from Argentina, one of the top exporters of processed soy oil and meal, after the peso currency was devalued by more than 50% against the dollar yesterday in a shock measure in an attempt to avoid hyperinflation. Argentina's new government also seek to raise export taxes to 15% on some grains, though that would not impact tariffs on soybeans. 
Crude oil hit its lowest level since June on Tuesday, closing at $72 a barrel on oversupply and demand concerns, which were accentuated by an unexpected rise in US consumer prices. However, since then, crude has rebounded and is trading around $75 a barrel. Support came from reports of larger-than-expected weekly withdrawals from U.S. stockpiles and an improved outlook for demand after the Fed said it would hold interest rates steady as expected and indicated it would lower interest rates in the new year. Finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for January at 179 to 189, May 185 to 195, Feed barley for January, 154 to 164, May 160 to 170. And oilseed rate for January, 350 to 355, May 356 to 361. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.